Welcome to the Haruna Money Chronicles, a podcast devoted to my daughter. Today's topic is Baby Giraffe, Melvin, and Mr. Crocodile. When Haruna was younger, I would tell her stories about two baby animals named Baby Giraffe and Melvin and the adult crocodile that took care of them, Mr. Crocodile. Baby Giraffe and Melvin liked to eat sandwich, as in monstrously huge amounts of sandwiches which would often complicate life for Mr. Crocodile. I must confess, the details of these stories are lost to me now because I made them up on the fly and kept adding new angles to the same jokes about huge appetites and bad behavior by baby animals. I do recall one story where these criminals tried to rob a Quiznos and Baby Giraffe and Melvin walked in to take advantage of it and hurt the robbers in the process. I also remember another story where Baby Giraffe's mother came by and there was some weirdness with that. And then I think they went to outer space a while. These things just happened in these stories. Haruna always loved to hear these stories, anticipating the violence and chaos that Baby Giraffe and Melvin would inevitably bring. I wish that I did write down some of these, but now I'm just going to tell a new story for the heck of it. Hopefully Haruna will appreciate this when she hears it, and can listen to it when she's feeling nostalgic. So, without further ado, here we go. Very early one morning, right before the sun came up, Mr. Crocodile woke up to the sound of crying from the kitchen. He opened his eyes and lay in bed, going over everything he had to make sure Baby Giraffe and Melvin had enough to eat. A hundred loaves of sliced bread? Check. Two hundred sub-loaves? Check. A barrel of mayonnaise? Check. Fifty pounds each of ham, roast beef, turkey, salami, Swiss cheese, American cheese, and provolone cheese? Check, 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 check. Three tomatoes and half a head of lettuce? Check. Mr. Crocodile was about to get out of bed when he realized there were ropes around his body, keeping him tied down. He struggled but could not move. He yelled for Baby Giraffe and Melvin to come over and free him, but they just kept on crying in the other room. And then Mr. Crocodile saw why. Crawling up from under the bed with this weird, bald, white dude with huge fangs and long claws. The creature hissed and said, I am Nosferatu the vampire, and I will feast on the blood of everyone in the house. Mr. Crocodile was very scared, for his own sake and for Nosferatu. He said, You fed baby giraffe and Melvin first, right? They told you they were hungry and you made them sandwiches, right? Nosferatu scratched his head. They kept asking for me to make them paninis, and I had to say, Listen, kids, I'm an undead vampire. I don't know nothing about making paninis. They started crying, so I came here and tied you down. Mr. Crocodile now looked even more scared. You gotta let me go. If I don't feed them right away, I don't know what's gonna happen. Nosferatu said, You know what the situation is, don't you? Those brats don't, but you can tell your life's in danger because I'm a vampire, right? That's me, a vampire? You got that, don't you? Suddenly, two figures appeared in the doorway. It was Baby Giraffe and Melvin. Make us paninis, he yelled, still crying. I'm going to drink your blood, all your blood, Nosferatu yelled. Make us paninis first, they yelled. 
Drink your blood, Nosferatu yelled. Panini's first baby giraffe, Melvin yelled. Press it, press it, press it. Let me free and I'll make the paninis, Mr. Crocodile yelled. No, shouted Baby Giraffe. If he's going to drink our blood, he has to make his paninis first. Press it, press it, press it, Melvin added. I'm going to drink your blood, Nosferatu yelled, now getting frustrated. Here then, Baby Giraffe yelled, and he spit a stream of blood on Nosferatu. Nosferatu shrieked in terror, yelling, My eyes! It burns! It burns! Melvin jumped on Osferatu and bounced up and down on his body repeatedly, yelling, Press it! Press it! Press it! Mr. Crocodile yelled, Be polite! Nosferatu is our guest! Nosferatu shouted, You invited me in a few minutes ago, for Christ's sake! Vampires can't enter a home uninvited! We invited you inside to make paninis, Baby Giraffe shouted. Press it! Press it! Press it! Melvin yelled, still bouncing on Nosferatu. I'm a vampire, not a panini cook. Baby Giraffe then opened the curtains, and the morning sun started beaming into the room. Nosferatu began to burn, and he said, At last, some relief from these kids. Melvin kept jumping up and down on Nosferatu's body, even as it turned to ashes. Baby Giraffe ran out of the room, and then ran back in with a stack of freshly made sandwiches. He slid the sandwiches under Melvin's feet, who stomped on them as they were pounded into Nosferatu's burning body. Press it, press it, press it, Melvin kept yelling. Nosferatu was now burnt to a crispy pile of ashes on the carpet of Mr. Crocodile's bedroom. There was a pile of hot-pressed paninis on top of those ashes and under Melvin's feet. Melvin and Baby Giraffe now sat down to eat. Then Melvin said, We can season the panini with these spices and they began to sprinkle the paninis with the ashes of Nosferatu as they ate. Mr. Crocodile sighed. I want him to feed you. Then he asked, Are you guys going to untie me now? Can't talk, Melvin said. Eating spicy paninis, Baby Giraffe said. Okay, untie me for lunch so I can make you more sandwiches later, Mr. Crocodile said. And please don't invite any more monsters in the house to kill and eat them. No promises, Melvin said. We do what we do, Baby Giraffe said. And they kept eating their homemade Nosferatu paninis. And Mr. Crocodile went back to sleep. The end. And on that note, I'm signing off. Thank you for listening. In future Haruna, please get more sandwiches for Baby Giraffe and Melvin. They've tied up Mr. Crocodile again and are holding him hostage.